Earth Gales. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. This is the story of little Audie. We'll get into that. Austin, buddy, how are you? Hello, guys. My name, my name is, my name is Ashley. And if you'd please not dead name me ever again, I'd be just <laughs> Okay. Fucking that shit's. Fun. I'm glad you brought that up because I got in trouble on Twitter for dead naming again. <laughs> they really do pay you attention. You called to that Ellen shit. Page again. No, this time I was like, um, what did I say? It was, uh, it, oh, it was Caitlyn Jenner. I said Bruce Jenner. I was like, man, Bruce Jenner was the shit in my day. <laughs> and it got, and it, like, I got a thing that said, um, before you post this, make sure it's not harmful. Or, you know what I mean? Like, they tell you, you, you got to be careful. And I was like, no, nah, it looks good. And I just clicked tweet. And then, like, less than an hour later, it was like, no, this completely goes against our guidelines. You judged wrong. Yeah, so I'm out of the picture now for a little bit. I don't know how long. I just said my account's locked, so could be forever. I might have to make a new one. I don't know. I could care less. I've had to make more of these, like, faster than I would buying drinks at a Dollar Tree, dude. Like, it's not that hard. Regaining friends is, though. That part sucks. Like, hey, guys, um, that other yeah. account, completely ignore it. <laughs> Yeah, um, this is not an Indian. This is not an Indian scammer. That's exactly what an Indian scammer would say. Yeah, dude. Hello, ones... my name is Tony Trahio, and I'm just here to ask you if you would like to sign up for this new new candle selling program. We're selling dude. all kinds of candles, and if you just sign up right now, you will send us thirteen hundred dollars. You say I will. We will send you thirteen hundred dollars candle, and then you. You sell the candles for more than you bought them from us, and that's how it works. Do you? Are you in? Are you in? So don't like, and then he just erased the hey, message. Mother Beach, you, you, <laughs> listen to me. you, I remember, you must, you must buy candles. I remember I got one of those. It was some dude. It was all Ron something, and it's like, congratulations, you've been selected. I was like, man, select these nuts. And then my account got locked out. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That was a fake account that I was yelling at. It was 100% fake. I was getting a bunch of them, like, every week. Constant. You, you win. I got a message like, hello, I, hello, I saw your um, I saw your resume on here. Thought it'd be a great fit to be my personal assistant. I'm paying $2,000 a week to get a personal assistant. I need I need your social security number, your first and last name, your mother's maiden name. <laughs> All the familiar symptoms of a scheme. And people fall for that shit. That's the funniest thing ever. Like I'm glad we're on this topic because my great or my great my grandmother is a um a victim of this shit, dude. She's had people oh, Kazoon tight. Kazoon tight. Hitler's Thank I you. mean, I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> but fucking my grandmother's a victim of these, dude. She's had people call and they're like, Grandma. So, yeah, Birdie, is that you? Birdie's the nickname for my sister. Birdie? So, yeah, Grandma, it's me. I'm lost. I'm stuck in Peru. I need you to send me money. And, like, my grandma almost did, dude. She went to, like, a fucking a Western Union. What drives me nuts is the people who are like, hey, Grandma, I need you to send me money for bail. And they go, okay, you need to send me $500 in Target gift cards for bail. And they, like, what kind of stupidity? You think Adams County Jail just magically starts taking um fucking Best Buy gift cards and shit? <laughs> I need them in Best Buy gift cards. It's the only way to let me out. Like, 
What a weird scam. I love the one that's like IRS. IRS is looking for you. I'm like, well, tell them to keep looking and hang up. <laughs> Until you get them at your door. Like, oh, fuck, it was real. Oh, no. But, uh, yo, so did I tell you about my idea for uh, a Spider-Man reimagining that I want to send to Hollywood? Is it making him bisexual like Superman? Nah. I don't know if you saw what I said about that, but I was like, yeah, he's fucking gay anyway, so. <laughs> I, I just thought I'd poke a little fun. I was like, oh, go figure. No, so here's my idea, dude. I, wanna... I do get major, like, faggy vibes from um, Henry Superman. Cavill, Superman, so. Oh, I hate you so much. It's the only good Superman. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. So here's Thank my you. idea. I want to send this to Hollywood. I don't know what the name of it's going to be. But picture this, all right? We get a guy that gets bit by a spider. But instead of getting powers, he gets cancer. <laughs> and fucking the villain is a deaf narcoleptic. <laughs> like, every time this dude thinks he's doing something to fuck the city up, he just falls asleep in midair. And then I was sitting there thinking further. I was like, yo, what if you had an autistic superhero? His name was be like, it would be like Autistimo or something like that. That brings me to the story of Little Audie. So, um, obviously, I I, um, I know people that are autistic, so it's <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, I get judged. Like, how could you make fun of people like that? I'm like, I'm not making fun of them. I'm making fun with them. No, I'm just kidding. No, for me, there's no such thing as off limits. Um, hey, um, they're laughing, too. Maybe it's because they see everybody else laughing and they don't understand we're making fun of them, but, you know. Well, here's why I want to tell the story, because, dude, I never actually knew somebody with autism except for my friends in high school, right? But then came along the, you know, the current situation where we found out somebody in our family has it. So, that being said, let's let's go back like six years, okay? Six years before we found out this person um, had autism, I used to crack jokes like more than I do now, because now I'm more aware that I'm like, I got to be careful what I say. So I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but, you know, I'm still trying to crack jokes. But anyway, six years before this happened, I used to always ask myself, what would happen if uh, we had a kid with, like, Down syndrome? Or, like, how do you handle that? Because financially, that is a, it's a lot. And for some people, that's a lot to handle. I really think you got to be a strong fucking person to handle that. And that's not fair to the person that has that ability, you know, disability. That sucks. But then I was sitting there thinking, well... How would I react to uh, having somebody in my household that was, like, autistic or whatever? Uh, generally speaking, Asperger's, that was more what I was thinking of. I guess now they're kind of, like, intertwined, or I guess it's not correct to say Asperger's. But back in the day when I was thinking this, I'm like, how would I um, interact? How would I be a proper parent or sibling, whatever, you know? And I started thinking, well, I'd probably get some ideas based off of an old friend of mine who had a son that was autistic, what he would do was he would fuck with him. Um, he would mess with his schedule <laughs> and like do shit that you probably shouldn't do. Like he would hand his son his tablet, right? And this tablet always had a protective case on it. It was meant to be a certain character. Well, he'd hand the case over and one day he handed it over and he took one edge of the tablet and he peeled it off and he gave it to her. But the kid was like, ah! <laughs> and started freaking out. <laughs> And we were like, bro, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, dude, this is kind of fucked up. But watch what happens. And he takes it and peels it again. <laughs> Same fucking thing, dude. <laughs> ah! 
And I was like, you're an asshole. And he was like, dude, it's little things like this that for some reason, it's like hard to fight it. I don't know why. He's like, this is how we figured it out. You can't change things because he was used to the routine. You're not supposed to change them. So yeah. he was like, what I would do is instead of giving him a full glass of milk, I'd put a glass of water out. <laughs> he was like, and then you see him fall out of his chair and start rolling around. I was like, dude, that's so fucked up. I'm going to try it. <laughs> I don't know why, dude. This has been on my mind all day. This stems from not just the whole topic, but I watched a Family Guy episode where they were doing the Asperger Awards, the Aspies. <laughs> They got me thinking about this shit. You heard oh. the um, Down Syndrome Girl song? No. When, when, when Chris takes the down the girl with Down Syndrome to prom? <laughs> oh my god! Christ. Down. You're gonna have to send this shit to me. Girl. Lyrics. Yeah, here we go. Let's let's get the lyrics. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to look your best tonight, you tubby little parasite. There's a, there's a lovely lady, and she's waiting for you. And though her pretty face may seem a special person's wettest dream before you get to see it, there's a thing you must do. And they're getting him dressed up for the prongs. We'll try a tie, a boutonniere of yellow, or a rose that shows that you're a classy fellow with a posh panache of Jefferson at Monticello busting out of mile style. Nothing, not, but here we go. I know you just can't wait to stare at all that luscious auburn hair, but boy, before you touch a single curl, you must impress that ultra booming, all consuming, poorly grooming down syndrome girl. <laughs> That's fucked um, up. <laughs> you're better off of smelling of blah, 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 a squirt, a spurt of something just for Ellen, if, and you'll see, you'll find something compelling, and she does because. The only thing that she'll be smelling won't be coming from your bum. If you want to take <laughs> that little whore and spin her on the dancing floor, but boy, before you do a single twirl, you must impress that ever-vesting, self-possessing, no BSing down syndrome girl. Her eyes are emerald portals, a secret land of love, and her smiles like the sweetest summer flower. Her kiss is so inviting, her hugs are so delighting. And they make them really nice, is what they've got a little spice because they're tighter than a vice and they go on for an hour. <laughs> Jesus. My boy, between the two of us, we'll get you on that shorty bus and then you're going to take it for a <laughs> whirl. Shorty bus. Now go and press that super thrilling, wish fulfilling, you who spilling, ultra swinging, boner bring, daily singing, dingling, <laughs> stupefying, fortifying, as a Monday shoelace tying, stimulating, tittling, kitty cat impersonating. Mega rocking, pillow talking, just a little crooked walking, oily battle, <laughs> booby sprouting, for some reason always shouting, fascinating, captivating, happiness and joy creating, down syndrome girl. My favorite line is as of Monday, shoelace time. <laughs> said, said, we'll oh. get you on that shorty bus. I wonder how much trouble they got for that. And the crazy thing is, like, the whole thing is sung by, um, the whole thing is sung by Seth Rogen. And Seth Rogen is just so freaking talented. I don't understand how anybody can be as talented as, um, well, 
he's a good actor too. I mean, here's the thing. There's that argument that Seth Rogen's not funny. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't say he's funny, but it's how he says shit. He's like genius. He's very, very smart. And as much as I hold a grudge against him for the whole James Franco thing, you can't deny the fact that Seth Rogen is a great actor and has had some good projects. He's done some serious roles. He's done weird shit. And he's done some of my favorite movies. Super Bad is one of my all-time favorite movies. Him and Bill Hader both, man. I fucking love those two. Anything they're in, I will literally sit through. I don't care how stupid it is. Even Bill Hader was in that train wreck movie with that pig, Amy Schumer. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to see it because of her, but I was like, I got to see it because of him. I sat through it. I the enjoyed issue it. Is, Amy Schumer's only joke is that her freaking twat smells like garbage. And it's like, yeah, I've heard it before. Maybe you should see if it's that bad. It's gone on for this long. Maybe you should go see an OBGYN. It's like Ben Shapiro said: a pussy's not supposed to be wet. <laughs> He's like, it's not but, supposed to be that wet. But joke of the week, ladies and gentlemen: what's the difference between what what do what does a dog and a nearsighted gynecologist have in common? What wet noses. Oh hell, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I forgot to mention this in the last episode we did when I was talking about Halloween. So before we got to the theater, I mean, right as we sat down, sorry. Before the movie started playing, there was a bunch of commercials, right? Hold on one second. I saw a commercial for a movie, dude, that you have to look up and either watch right now or later. It's called The Black Phone. It stars Ethan Hawke. Can you guess what this horror film is about? black phone about some chick that kills you through the through the phone or is it no is it one of those stupid ones where you get a phone call like you're gonna die tomorrow at 12 o'clock and then you die at 12 o'clock tomorrow no even more sophisticated than that so here's what it is okay ethan hawk plays a child abductor that roams around the neighborhood abducts his kids locks them in a room and kills them right he kidnaps the main character the main character gets thrown into the room and there's a black phone with a cord cut well, the phone starts ringing, and he picks it up, and every time he hears a voice on the other end, it's a voice of one of the last victims of the abductor telling the kid how to survive. Doesn't that sound fucking weird? You're like, that sounds so fucking dumb, but I want to see it. And you That sounds so freaking cool. It, it's weird, though, right? It's like, what the fuck? And that dude, Ethan Hawke, bro, great actor. I've never seen him play a bad guy before. I've got to see this movie for that reason. And legit, I'm not even kidding. Every time he picks up the fucking phone, it's another kid's voice. It's like, he's coming or something weird. And it's he fucking said, trippy. What was it called? The Black Phone? The Black Phone, dude. It looks so weird, but we saw the trailer and I was like, now I've got to see this. Yeah, yeah I have to um, look at that. Oh, it's out. Already oh, debuting theaters on February second. Yeah, I was gonna say it should come out. There's just reviews for it already. Right, people probably saw it early. Oh, here's a little Miss Aubrey. Sorry. Aubrey's gonna be joining the podcast for a second. She's exhausted. Yeah. Loves chicken McNuggets. Aubrey loves chicken McNuggets. Hi, Aubrey Rose. Are you not going to bed like you're supposed to? Huh? <laughs> 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 yep. Now, um, another one we saw a trailer for, Daily Wire's new movie, Shut In. Have you heard of that yet? 
I haven't watched the um, trailer or anything for it yet. So basically, hold on. Oh, God. Um, based on what I saw, uh, a woman and her kid are, you know, hanging out in their home. And then, like, from what we see in the trailer, somebody throws the kid in a room and locks it, and the mom can't get to him. And, like, all this weird shit starts going on inside. It's, like, it's really odd. you got to watch the trailer. I don't fully understand what it's about, but it looks cool. Not to mention Daily Wire, dude. Just that one movie they made, Run High Fight, I was hooked. I was like, yeah, they can make some decent movies. So I can't wait to check that one out. But, yeah, I know um, the Black Phone, dude, as soon as we're done recording, you got to watch the trailer. It looks so freaking weird. The idea just sounded dumb, but I was like, you've never, you've never heard of that before. That's really different. And not to mention, it is a Blumhouse film. Jason Blum's movies, or, you know, his company does good movies. They did Halloween, Get Out, the Paranormal Activity shit. They did a bunch of good things. Oh, no, Aubrey's like, give me, that, give me that fucking headphone. <laughs> give me those headphones. Good night, princess. Be good for mommy. Good night. Good night. Good night, Uncle Cut and Austin. Rare appearance by Miss Aubrey Rose. Sorry. No, you're fine. Good night. Night. She said. I saw this video on TikTok that's exactly what she's going to be. The guy goes, what are you? And she goes, I'm a Mexican. He goes, no, you're not. You're white. She goes, yes, I am. I'm a Mexican. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mexican. I saw that shit, dude. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, but, I want to. Yeah, I will definitely, I'll definitely watch that. But there is something, a very sad occurrence today. The country oh, yeah. is mourning today. We have to talk about. Yes, I read the news, but let's fill the people in. Um, former Secretary of State Colin Powell died um, and um, through complications from cancer. Um, and if people who don't know who Colin Powell was, he's born in like the um, like 1937, um, became a four-star general in like 89. He was the um, joint... Um, commander of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under George w, or George H. W. Bush. Um, he was in charge of. Um, de- he was the commander for Desert Storm. Um, he was Secretary of State under George W. Bush. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty. That's most of what he's done. Um, but Colin Powell is one of the most influential people. Like few people have affected the way I see the world. Um, as much as Colin Powell has, and um, even though Colin Powell and I disagreed on a lot of stuff late in his late in his life, um, Colin Powell really influential, and it's America lost one of its best, one of its best heroes. Um, oh yeah, an American hero. We were talking about it at work. Somebody was saying it was due to COVID, though. Um, he had COVID. He was being right. treated. He was being treated for COVID, but also Colin Powell has been dealing with cancer for like six or seven months. Now, <clears> so. Right. No, that's what I figured. I was trying to explain that to people at work. I'm like, no, they're going to count it as a COVID death because he had COVID, but that's not what he died from. That added on to the problem. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So I know he's had cancer for a while and, and the fact that he had cancer really hurt his uh, immune system really down. Yeah, of course. Um, and so that really it was just that um, this cancer. Um, 
and as well as COVID just together ended up killing us. So it's unfortunate. We've actually lost a lot of people because of COVID that were inspirational, actually. Not to say that it made COVID a big deal. I don't think it, I just think that it sucks because we're losing American heroes. We're losing people too early. We're losing a lot of good people too. And he is one of them. I actually remember reading up on him in high school. And Colin Powell, before um, before Obama and before Kamala was the hot at the time, was the highest ranking um, African American in the in the in the country in the globe in the country. Right. So, um, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> had pretty bad melanoma. Don't fucking look at Twitter, dude. Everyone's on there being disrespectful towards each other. There, there is there is no way that anybody hates Colin Powell. No, not that. They're all fighting and shit over what it was related to. COVID, cancer, like they're being all disrespectful. I'm like, yo, can't we just like calm down? Like, why do we have to mock this shit? Because this happens all the time when there's an active shooting. People mock thoughts and prayers. And then people mock those that are talking about gun control. I'm like, why are we talking about any of this? Why can't we be respectful and not argue and properly take a moment of dedication to acknowledge the person that died as opposed to fucking fighting? I knew that was going to happen, too. I was like, don't look at Twitter. Did that dead name Bruce Jenner got in trouble. So it was a vicious cycle. Got him. No, it is sad. Uh Seems like all the good people go early. My grandma used to tell me that's because the biggest reward in life is the afterlife, heaven. Those who are to be punished will live a long and miserable life. Yeah, which Tom Powell was 85, 84. I thought he was 85, but he's 84. Still, though, man, so soon. Well, for us, it's soon because you got to remember we're younger. You know what I mean? This is a person that probably yeah. impacted our grandfathers. Oh, for sure. Mm. Hate to. Yeah, he's the one moment. of the most impactful people in world history. Right, right. I mean, his speech, his speech at the UN, is what got the international community involved in Iraq. Um. And for some people, that's a negative, but for most people, that is. A positive. You have to. You have to go into. <clears throat> excuse me. If you have to go into Iraq, at least you have them. At least you have the international community with you. So. Yeah, I know it's, it's a touchy subject too, because uh, a person of politics has, unfortunately, two sides of the coin. I don't think anyone would necessarily hate this person. Maybe there are some that do, but I kind of doubt it. That's an. There's, that's an American hero. There are some American heroes, or heroes, I guess, that are loved by many. Obama's a person that caused a lot of division, so there's, you know, there's division. But then you got people like, I hate to say this, but I, I got to be honest, fucking Clinton, Bill Clinton. I really don't see how anybody could hate the guy. I think a lot of people actually loved him. <laughs> he did some wrong shit. He lied under oath, but raped some people. You know. You really? Do you believe that? Yes, I believe that Bill Clinton raped. 
a lot of people. I believe that Bill Clinton raped Monica Lewinsky. When you have that much power over somebody, when you have that much power over an individual, and you have sex with that person, whether they do want to do it or not, the power dynamic that is there is innately in itself a horrible power dynamic that um, should never happen. And I believe that that is workplace sexual harassment, which is a form of rape. So before I say what I'm about to say, um, ladies and gentlemen, basically I'm going to end my argument with saying that Austin basically shit on everything I was just talking about. So that's out the window. Um, I guess we can't use Bill Cosby as a good example. But aside from that, I don't care how old she is. Lewinsky is a fucking woman, dude. That is the blowjob queen. I'm just saying, dude. Like, she (laughs) is fucking gorgeous. Like, I don't... She gets, like, finer, dude. Fine wine. Always had a crush on her. It just sucks to know that she's only going to be known for the girl in the White House... The Cos Cosby. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking about Cosby. The fucking Clinton scandal. She's one of many Clinton scandals, basically. Um, fucking Cosby. I don't know why I was. I'm so sorry, people. Oh, I was watching Fat Albert. That's why I started thinking about him. I was like, hey, hey, hey. hey what hey, kind hey. of rapist are we talking about today? <laughs> but no, there are people in our history that I think a lot of people would say they loved. Here's a good example, then. Martin Luther King Jr. I think a lot of people can agree there's an amount of respect for him. Let's hear what you have to say about this. I'm sorry. I just read an email from Colin Powell. Oh, thank God. I thought you were about to shit on Dr. King's legacy. Sorry, go ahead. Well, Dr. King is a socialist. Go listen to the Red Rift if you want to hear more about that. Um, Go ahead. Um, but this email from Colin Powell is talking about Hillary Clinton. She said, "I." He said, "I would rather not vote for her, although she is a friend I respect, a friend that I respect. She's a seventy-year-old person with a long track record of unbridled ambition and greed, non-transformational. The husband still dicking bimbos at home, according huh. to the New York Post. Still dicking bimbos at home. I mean, he's probably not wrong, Colin Powell." God, how old is Clinton? He's like, what, fucking 80 now? Oh, yeah, he looks probably like my father's ball sack. He looks really just... He looks, he looks like decrepit. he No, oh, dude, he looks like skin cancer if it was a person. He looks like shit. Yeah. He looks but, like... It, it's more like <clears throat> he's 75 years old. Who was born the same year as Bill Clinton? I wonder if he's still pounding out women at the age of 75. Because I believe Hugh Hefner was all the way up until he died. I'm sure he was. He was just taping a popsicle stick to it at that point. Yeah, or he was taking four Vicodin and having like a... (laughs) He was basically like one death sentence away every day. He was unlocking the fourth realm, death. (laughs) But fucking... I wonder that... And then... Hillary is a monster. Um, she looks pretty decrepit, too. She's always looked kind of fucking psycho, though. Even in her younger days, she looked like a serial killer. She's the face of How to Make a Murderer. <laughs> that would be a good story, How to Make a Murderer. Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God. I didn't think there were going to be people on Twitter talking crap about Colin Powell, but... Well, of course they will. 
everyone has something to say, dude. I, I personally, I kind of stopped engaging on Twitter because I was fighting with trannies all the time. And it was just getting me nowhere. And I was like, God damn it, I'm so tired of opening up my Twitter and constantly having to open up a Europe bigot message or fucking LGBT flags all over the place. It's like, I stumbled one person and they left me alone. And then they added me on there. Like, they followed me and I was like, oh, okay. So I followed them back. We got into an argument, though, about the LGBT, A, B, C, D, E, F, G flag. And he was like, what you don't it, it's a she trying to be he, it was like, what you don't understand is that there's years of suffering and slavery in the LGBT community. Both are wrong. Um, the flag is to represent our people, our peace. And I was like, okay, if you have to say my people, my peace, that's racist. That's fucking, that's, that's awful. You shouldn't have to say my people. They're right. people. They're fucking people. And I was like, that flag doesn't represent shit except for hate. And he was like, again, you're wrong because this flag represents my people and what we suffered and this is our victory. I was like, huh, if only there was a flag that did that for everybody. <laughs> yeah, and so that ended the conversation. But then, like I said, he followed me, and now he likes my shit, and I don't know. Maybe there's a level of, like, mutual understanding. Basically, it's like that one rare person where they're like, look, I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change my mind. At least we can talk about it and not be children and report each other. Because I didn't report anything he said. He didn't report anything I said. So he, she, whatever. There's that. But that's why I won't go on Twitter because I'm so tired of it. It gets old. I'm tired of having to fight with people constantly. I'm tired of my shirts being ripped up. Oh, damn it. Hold on. There's a hole in this one. Got him. The Walmart shirt. I'm going that. I always buy these Walmart shirts. You can make them last years. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Like, like every I, pair of pants I own is from Walmart. So Walmart shorts. Oh, me too. Everything I wear is from Walmart, except for my jeans. But all my shit's Walmart. They all have holes in them because I've had them for years. But dude, I wear shit till it's like literally presently horrible. Like I'll wear a shirt with holes in the armpits, a hole in the bottom where my stomach would be. I'll wear it till it's literally just a piece of thread that you could literally just call a breast curtain. Like, I wear these things until they're completely useless because clothes are expensive, even the cheap ones. So you buy a bunch of them, buy in bulk from Walmart, make them last years. Same with shoes. We've had this discussion before. Super glue. Fix your shoes. Don't go buy more. (laughs) You can take care of your shit. I'm a big believer in fix it until it is unfixable. When it's completely broken, fix it. When it's no longer usable, throw it in the trash. You don't go buy new shit. Like, that's stupid. But I'm also an idiot because I like to buy shoes and shit that are expensive at tax time. Um, (laughs) But anyway, back to my conversation about Twitter. People are going to be hating each other on there. Colin, you're probably not listening to this. Don't open your Twitter. (laughs) Don't tweet for a little bit because it's just going to be. I'm regretting it. It's going to be nothing but hate mail. Like, I bet you anything that if you were to get rid of Twitter off of your phone, tablets, or whatever, the phone itself would be like, it would be happy. It wouldn't be dark and depressing anymore. It's like Joe Rogan said in his special about dick pics. He was like, I bet you anything that if this Instagram model deleted all of her dick pics off her phone, the phone would be physically lighter. And I can almost guarantee that would be the case with Twitter, dude. If you just got Twitter and Facebook off your phone, your phone would probably work better battery percentage-wise, and your life would be complete. What I've learned from my father and my mother 
is that if you turn off the TV and you stay off of the phone or, you know, off of like social media, life isn't what it's said to be. It's definitely portrayed differently. Wow. We are three months away from Betty White turning 100 years old. Damn, Betty White's still alive? Yeah. I know this shit. Betty White's forever, dude. That's how old she is. Holy shit. Betty White was born before sliced bread was invented. Betty White's an icon. I don't care what anyone says. That is a fucking icon. Betty White is like... I don't think I would ever meet anyone that doesn't know who Betty White is. Oh my god, my wife used to watch that show all the time. Is Bay is Arthur still alive? I don't know. Nope. That's a she died in 2009. Age of 86. Damn, that, if you think about it, it's still pretty recent. There's a lot of people that I can't believe are still alive. Though. Like Clint Eastwood, man, is one of my favorite fucking actors and directors of all time. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Still like, alive. When I, I saw like a month and a half ago that Ed Asner died, I was like, Ed Asner was still alive? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm going to be, though, when Chevy Chase dies. Too. I'm like, what the fuck? He's still alive? Like, I know he disappeared after not being funny anymore, but I love Chevy Chase, so that's the thing. It's like, it's like the other day, I, uh, I saw a video of, like, Dick Van Dyke walked in the background. I was like, hold on. This dude's still around. Dick Van Dyke is alive? No fucking way. That is yes, crazy. Yes, he's 95 years old and he's still alive. I want to know if Homeboy, hold on, is this Homie Alive? The Exorcist, Max... Something Max Vaughn or Max, fuck is his name? I want to know if this dude's still alive. He is ancient. Max is it Sadell? Let's see. Let me just go to IMDb. The Exorcist. No, not the Suplex Exorcist. The Exorcist. Max Vaughn Sado or Sido? I don't know how to say his fucking name. Yeah. Um, he no. he's still alive. He is ninety years old. It says here he died March eighth, twenty twenty. March eighth. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I wasn't completely off. He was alive for like ever. He was, how old did you say he was? 90 years old when he died. Fucking A. So he could have been in an Exorcist remake if he would have held on a little longer. Yeah, uh, that's that's, that's GG to him. That's fucking crazy. But I wondered that too because I had seen him in so many things. Especially growing up, my dad was like, what the fuck? Is that Max Vaughn? I was like, who? And he's like, the dude from The Exorcist. That movie made me shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is fucking terrifying, dude. I've seen it so many times, I'm still afraid to watch it. Um, but dude, speaking I of saw, like... I saw Ted Knight pop up. I was like, there's no way Ted Knight's still alive. <laughs> you know, mean, he, died, he died in 86. So. I think we've mentioned this like numerous times, but I gotta bring it up. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. So like... We have a different Robert Downey Jr. than what our parents had. So in my my dad's day, he was the pretty boy up and coming, but he was a star by then. And that's when he disappeared because of drugs and all that. Well, anyways, a couple of years ago, it was like right after Iron Man 2 or maybe Iron Man 3. My dad went to the theater to see it with me. It was at the Dollar Theater. And he's like, is that Robert Downey Jr.? And I was like, yeah, dad. And he's like, holy shit, people still like that cokehead? (laughs) (laughs) What? I didn't know any of this. And he's like, dude, this guy was a heroin addict. Like, this dude's life was taken away from him. Nobody thought he'd ever come out. What the fuck? Where have I been? And I was like, Dad, he's been around since like 04. And he was like, What? 
no fucking way. And so he went and looked it up, and he's like, holy shit, there's a bunch of movies he's been in. Yeah, my um, I think my favorite, one of my favorite Family Guy, or is it Family Guy? Uh, Family Guy skits is when they're driving down the road and they see Robert Downey Jr. like hanging out a window with a, a thing of like whiskey in his hand. He's like shooting at the cops, and they Jesus. go, and they and all the cops are shooting back at him. They go, "Oh look, the new Robert Downey Jr. movie!" And one of them goes, and Stewie goes, "I don't see any cameras." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think my all-time favorite moment from Family Guy, there's two of them. The one was when Stewie is going across country, him and Brian rob a dude for his car. He fucking has the gun, and he smashes the window, and he's like, get out of the fucking car right now, man. Get the fucking That one, and then when they're doing the Stephen King episode, we're like, Peter's in each one, Misery, Shawshank, or whatever, and Lois comes to the kids. She's like, Peter, where's Stewie? Oh, he's up on the roof, and you just hear him go, there's a raccoon up here! Help! <laughs> <laughs> you just hear him fucking screaming. Oh, that shit had me dying. The Aspen's oh, was yeah. definitely one. Liza Minnelli's still alive, too. Oh, my God. How old? Um, let's see. Liza Minnelli age. She is 75. Good God. Life has been rough if you're still alive. <laughs> well, to be fair, I want to be a like, racist development, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the racist. <laughs> Dude, you know who I really can't stand who was on um, Arrested Development? She's actually in the new Halloween movies. Uh, Judy Greer. She played the office assistant in Arrested Development. She's the psycho-ass one. Well, she plays Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, daughter in Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. She's supposed to be um, Karen Strode, the daughter. Well, anyway, I saw her. I was like, God, she looks so familiar. And I looked her up, and I was like, it's that crazy bitch from Arrested Development. I knew I couldn't stand her for a reason. <laughs> Dude, she's a terrible actress. She was all right in this movie, but I was like, Dude, I, I don't like her. And I also didn't like the actor that played um, – the fuck's his name with the hooks? Uh, the hook with hands. The- Oh. Um. You know what I'm talking It's one of the brothers. Uh, yeah. It's not Will Arnett's character. It's the other one. I always forget his fucking name. But oh, I, don't like, Hale. I don't like him as an actor, man. I've seen some of the other shit he did, and I wasn't impressed. But in Arrested Development, he's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, um, that's, that's Tony Hale. He's Buster. Will, Ar- Will Arnett. Buster, that's right. They're always leaving him. Like, they're all having to play who's going to have custody of him and shit. Like, <laughs> he's like a grown-ass man. Oh, that show is hilarious, man. I've, we've talked is about Jeffrey that. Jeffrey Tambor still alive? He is. <laughs> you know, I can't believe it's still fucking alive, dude, Morgan Freeman. That dude looks the same, too. Salt and pepper all the way. He's always yeah. looked like now, that. When they say black don't crack, they meant <laughs> Black don't cry. Like you could tell he's older because his face is starting to sag. But he looks the same. It's like holy shit, dude, you don't age, do you? You know who has aged horribly though? Robert De Niro. <laughs> David Cross. With yeah. hard and fast. Yeah, dude, you're right. I was actually just talking about him. Like at With... forty years old, like at forty or at like forty. 
he looked like he looked like crime good, and then all of a sudden just tacked. We turned fifty-ish. Well, I was talking to Chanel about him the other day because we were uh, talking about the movie Pitch Perfect Two, which I took Chanel to see for our anniversary a couple of years ago. And keep in mind, I had never seen the first one, so I saw the second one first. So that's the one I most enjoy. I don't really care for the other two. But he was in it, dude. He plays a fucking dude who's hosting an underground acapella battle in his house. Hell yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and she was like, it came from the heart. And he's like, well, you're going to hell. Because you gone, and he fucking hits the gong. <laughs> you gone. <laughs> Those movies are underrated, to be completely transparent. Well, like I said, I saw the second one first, so I like it more. But it sounds like most people love the first one. Yeah, the first one's better than the second one, I personally think. I just thought the second one was funny because, like, you know, I hadn't seen any of them, and I was like, okay, we got Keegan Michael Key in it, and freaking um, Rebel Wilson and her boyfriend are just so freaking funny. Oh yeah, Adam uh, Devine, who played the whatever the fuck his name is, but he's funny as hell, dude. One of the my early exposure to him was the show Workaholics, which if you've never seen it, dude, you're missing out. It is the dumbest fucking show ever but it is so fucking hilarious there's like one episode where i can't remember if it was uh anders the main character yeah he's trying to impress his dad so he takes a house that's being shown like for presentation for someone to buy he breaks in basically and pretends like it's his house so his dad will be impressed and think he's like rich and shit (laughs) so while he's arguing with his dad Adam Devine and the other dude are in a tree. They're fighting over a piece of meat. And Adam Devine falls, and he's got a fucking noose basically around his neck, and he starts hanging, and he starts dying. And they're like, what do we do? What do we do? They're trying to get scissors to cut him down, and it's not working. So they get, like, a fucking blade. And they hack it down, and he falls, and he goes, oh, my God. And he starts crying. He's like, oh, he's just dying. <laughs> it's just one of the funniest fucking things. I'm about to send you that clip of, like, that show is so it's you're gonna feel stupid watching it but you're like that's kind of funny like it's hard not to laugh at some of the humor in it they do one episode i think they actually got rid of it because uh chris d'elia or d'ella you know i'm talking about the comedian they got accused yeah he is in an episode of workaholics where they're making fun of to catch a predator basically so they pretend to be a young boy that they're gonna meet up with him and beat his ass they meet up with him, and he has, like, GameCube and shit, and so they start playing games with him, and they end up liking him. They're like, fuck, this guy's kind of cool. What do, we do? what do we do? So they try to hook him up with a girl, and it just fails each time. And when they kill – oh, excuse me. Fuck, hold on. <gasps> Here comes. Safety first, tea in the house. He's dying. Okay. No, that was the nicotine. Um, fucking – they catch him trying to be online again, talking to, like, young boys. And they start searching him, dude, and they find, like, fucking boys' underwear in his fucking jacket. And Adam Devine's like, you like little boys? <laughs> Weird! <laughs> but now that all that shit came out, I'm pretty sure they derailed that episode. They are like, nope, mm-mm, no more. It was too, like, close to home, I guess. Which, what did he do? Didn't he get, like, accused of coming on to women? Yeah, he got accused of, like, inappropriate behavior with some women oh my god i think i've mentioned this before to you but we're gonna run through it again just like every other episode that we do um people that have been accused of shit louis ck 
Did you see his most recent special? Um, I have not yet. So the first thing he says when he gets on stage is, how is everybody in the two years that I've been gone? Did anyone else get into global amounts of trouble? <laughs> like, dude, he talks about it right away. He's like, I learned how to sit by myself in a restaurant with people giving me the finger. <laughs> like, he doesn't, like, hi, dude. He touches on it, and people were pissed. But he did so good. Like, Louis C.K. is a freaking – he's up there with comedians. Dude. He's one of the greatest. So I had to see it, but no place was selling it because they were trying to fucking boycott it. You had to go on YouTube and find a fucking recorded version of it from somebody in the crowd. Right. But it was so goddamn funny. He mentions all the shit that happened, and that's a case where I'm like, dude, I don't see what the big deal is. None of the women left when he was beaten off in front of them, so... Yeah, okay. What, what like, Bill Cosby did... No, that makes sense. Yeah, it is completely different. Completely and absolutely different than what Louis C.K. did. Louis C.K. said, hey, you mind if I just whack it here? Yeah, they got uncomfortable. Make eye contact every once in a while. Like, they agreed to do it. Now, now, is it still wrong? Yes, yeah, it's completely embarrassing. It's disgusting. Like, yes, it's horrible, and it is. He had power over them, and they felt like they could say no, whatever. Yeah, that's bad. Just like Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, but it is not as bad as literally drugging people and then raping them while they sleep. Right, or like Harvey Weinstein, dude. He's a fucking monster. The problem is, I love get his movies. The, I'll get up and get the pudding ready. We're gonna give him some sleeping pills. This whole Me Too shit has gotten out of control, though. It's definitely spun out of control. Well, I think it got got so bad that everybody just forgot it existed. Yeah, people were like, oh, shit, I used to do shit in high school. That's probably not okay by today's standards. So now you got to be like Keanu Reeves, not touching the women, like Six Feet Terry. (laughs) This this guy said, you you can never trust a man named Chris. Because if Chris crossed applesauce, what do you think he'll do to you? Mm-hmm. Yo, I've been a... So with all the stuff going on, I'm, like, super afraid to have a boy. I'm like, God, dude, I'm so scared. I'm going to have to teach this kid how to, like, be afraid of women, basically. Because no matter what you do, all it takes is a female person saying that you did something. And your life is ruined completely. It doesn't matter if you were acquitted or if you didn't do it and there's proof of it you are now in the limelight like jobs see that right people see that like that fucks up your life and it's scary i'm like fuck i don't know what to i don't want a boy i'm afraid not to mention i got daughters so if my kid comes home and says that the school allowed a transgender bathroom and a boy came in and did some shit I'm doing more than that dude did that got arrested. I'm going to go in there and punch the principal. Like, I'm going to cause a big scene. You heard about that shit, right? Yeah, it's freaking absolutely horrendous. It's awful, dude. It's sad, but did you hear the good news? That fucking person stepped down. Oh, thank God. That superintendent? Yeah, the board member stepped down, and uh, somebody apologized to The principal, I think, was, well, who was apologized was like, shit, I gave the wrong information, meaning that, oh, shit, I was caught. Because a lot of people were in uproar, like, 
no fucking way this is going to fly. And now yeah. there's there's a full investigation, finally. Because yeah, here's the problem. Activists got involved because the school purposely portrayed it as he was being anti-trans or whatever. That's 100% how it went down. And they did cover it up. They were slick about it. The problem was it was another girl, another victim. But the yeah, thing the is... the fact that he did it to two people and they still tried to... Um... Right, and the fact of the matter is, the boy wasn't identifying as a transgender. The boy wore the skirts to be an aggressor. They figured that out. They're like, no, he was doing this on purpose so he can touch other people. This has nothing to do with a right. gender problem. But that's how it gets portrayed, so of course you got all these issues. But I'm so grateful that happened, because I was so mad when I read it, man. I was like, ah. Not only am I worried about my kids being brainwashed with that fucking critical race theory and shit, you got to worry about this shit now. Yeah, exactly. I can't believe anyone would think it's okay. They're like, oh, what's wrong with a transgender bathroom? I'm like, what do you mean what's wrong with it? What's wrong with letting a full-grown men go into bathrooms with little girls? With little girls, yeah. Like, What's wrong with me punching you square in the teeth, you absolute sicko? Right, like what a fucking... That's why they have unisex bathrooms. That's what those are for. Yeah. Even Target was like, yo, we should stop this. <laughs> well, they had too many problems. I remember that people were like, oh, that's just bigotry. That could never happen. And then it fucking happens like almost immediately. And they realize, okay, we don't want to be in trouble for shit that we don't really have control over. It's not like we it's not like we were like instigating it. So they're like, let's just shut it down completely. And then, of course, people are like boycott them. Like, you can't get rid of Target, dude. Nobody likes going to Walmart. But we do it because we can afford it. Target's right. not going anywhere. <laughs> just like King Super Zoo, it ain't going nowhere. This freaking onion article just came across my um, screen. Oh god, let's hear it. Says, Onion's hilarious. It says Megan Fox worried Machine Gun Kelly only with her to meet Transformers. Did you see that fucking magazine thing they did together? I told Chanel, she looks anorexic and he looks like a gay, closeted vampire. That's Count Succula if I hadn't seen one. <laughs> the um, the um, quote from the article, it's hard to feel secure when he spends half the time asking when he's going to meet Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. Ask John Cena. I'm sure he would love to introduce him. <laughs> or Marky Mark. Did you see the uh, teaser for Peacemaker? Uh, John no, Cena? So, at first, I was kind of like, I don't care about that enough. Like, I liked his character in the movie, but not enough to want to see a fucking, you know what I mean, like another series with him in it. I didn't care. But then I saw it, and I was like, okay, you know what? I might watch it. It looks interesting. John Cena's funny as hell when he's in those roles, so I may watch it. You know, why not? Did you see the new, have you seen the new Batman trailer? No, dude, I haven't. I have to oh so God. bad. I saw a thing for it today, and everyone was like, dude, even better than the first it's, one. It's looking like this is going to be the best Batman movie of all time. I ain't going to lie. I sure hope so, because I love the Dark Knight movies, and in my opinion, no Batman film afterwards has been good. So I'm hoping this will actually knock that out of the park and knock Dark Knight trilogy off the fucking pole. Because to me, those are the best Batman movies ever. But this one, just from the one trailer I saw, dude, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be crazy. Like, it already had the rated R atmosphere, and then they admitted that, yeah, it's going to be rated R. That was kind of a duh. 
And then the second trailer came out, and I didn't see it yet. I've been trying to watch it all day, but today was fucking hectic. But even my boss was talking about it. He was like, dude, I absolutely hate DC movies. I can't wait to see this movie. I was like, okay, I'm fucking I'll... I was a little iffy about Robert Pattinson, but here's the thing, man. I've seen him in some movies where he was good. And we've talked about this before, too. He was in a movie called, uh, I think it was Fun Time, or I'll have to look it up, but it's him and his Down Syndrome brother that rob a bank. And it goes wrong, and his brother that has Down Syndrome gets arrested. So he has, oh. to, yeah, he has to stash the money, go get his brother, all in like one night. It's fucking crazy. And it was so good that Robert Pattinson, I couldn't even recognize him, dude. It was like he wasn't in that movie. He was the character completely. It was the same scenario with uh, Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, I did see Nightcrawler. Dude, it was so good. I was like, that is unlike Jake Gyllenhaal. I didn't even recognize him. He was so believable. Those are good movies. Like, That's what made me think, okay, I think Pattinson can pull it off. And then Chanel was telling me about other movies he was in, like uh, Lighthouse with Defoe, and I think it was called Lighthouse. Um, there's other movies he's been in, so I checked him out, and I was like, yeah, he's actually pretty good. Yeah, um, I I was nervous, but now I'm watching these trailers, I'm like, ooh, this might be the best Batman movie. It's looking well, like Rob- it might be, so. <clears throat> well, Pattinson came out and said that his Batman is... 90% in Batman gear because his doesn't care too much about being Bruce Wayne, which I'm like, that's kind of cool because most of these movies we get half Bruce Wayne, half Batman. I want to see more Batman than anything, especially his dude, just beating the fuck out of people, rocking their shit. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. We'll see if it can be out the Dark Knight Rises for the best Batman movie. Oh, absolutely. I'm hoping so. And I'm looking forward to Paul Dano as Riddler, dude. Paul Dano is a great actor. Riddler is one of my favorite villains. And in my opinion, as much as I love Jim Carrey, that role wasn't given justice. So this movie better be fucking amazing. I hate how they keep pushing the shit back, though. But it makes sense, too, because look what happened to Cyberpunk. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. When you, <clears throat> you rush it, it it, it, yeah, I got my money back, dude. I don't plan on playing that shit ever again. I was so mad, dude. Like, <laughs> two, three plus years of hype. And then they're like, this is what happens when you force my hand. And they were right. I was like, yeah, this game sucks. And I spent, like, two days downloading the fucking thing, too. And it wasn't even done. Because what happened was, is there was a beta version when you bought it. And I was like, that's weird. So I downloaded that. And then the regular version was ready. So I had to re-download the whole fucking thing. I was so upset. I was like, why the hell would you do that? <clears throat> that game was like longer than the download time of Red Dead Redemption 2. That Jeez, shit. Red Dead's like 200 megabytes. Yeah, I do that shit. When I didn't have it like on the Ethernet cord and I had to do just Wi-Fi, it took at least two days. <laughs> like, that shit horrible. took forever. It was worth it, though, man. That was one of my favorite games. Ironically, I haven't beaten it. I don't have a lot of time for video games, and when I do, I do other stupid shit like watch movies or read, so I got to start playing video games again, man. I haven't really been on my Xbox in freaking months. You got to get Red Dead Redemption 2 downloaded so we can play. We should. You know what, though? I probably should go look at it because it's been months. There's probably a bunch of downloads for it, like updates and shit. You go yee-yee. Go play. It's cowboy time. I cracked a joke about Red Dead a long time ago. Uh, I might have told you this before. I don't know. Half the shit I tell you, I'm sure I've told you before. But, like, I was uh, talking about hunting. 
<clears throat> and it was an old friend of mine was like, I didn't know you liked hunting at all. And I was like, dude, you kidding me? I fucking love hunting. Elk, deer, you name it. And he's like, bro, you told me you hate outdoors. I was like, dude, I was literally hunting a fucking elk today on Red Dead. <laughs> and he looks at me like, I can't stand you, dude. <laughs> I was like, hunting is fun. Yeah, I would have I would have left you, so I would be like, get out the car, you have to stay. He was pissed. He was like, I thought you meant real hunting. And I was like, yeah, it sounds cool. Like, I'll try it after playing that game. I don't know about. No, no, no zero patience. Zero patience. <laughs> um, nope, not at all. Um, I went hunting twice. And the first time, I literally sat in one spot for 15 hours. Didn't oh, see a thing. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, nope, never again. That's like fishing, man. I don't have patience for it unless it's no. river fishing. Well, but... well, the thing is with fishing, you can <clears throat> do other things while you fish. When you're oh, hunting, yeah. you have to be quiet and still, and you can't do anything. Yeah, you have to wait for shit, and you're like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to shoot somebody. Like, I want to get a moose so bad, <clears throat> but I also realize it's going to take seven hours of, like, slowly trailing something and it feels like i'm gonna just get bored and leave after two hours and lose my thousand bucks right or you're hunting this thing and it fucking ends up hunting you like you think you're going after something and then it's going after you you see a moose like oh shit that's the cub <laughs> that's not mama <laughs> mama comes running around the corner and you're fucked no um i've always wanted to because i went hunting when i was a kid with my dad we hunted deer and i think we hunted elk i can't remember but we did that, and it was fun as a kid, but now that I'm older, I don't have the patience. And fishing, the issue I had with it was I was so bored, and one of my buddies in high school, right when we were graduating, was like, hey, I got a fishing license. Let's take my dad's shit and we'll go fishing. But we knew it was going to be boring, so we brought fucking weed and alcohol, and it turned into just getting high and getting drunk. So well, we lost to our be poles. Fair, like, to be fair, like 95% of people who are fish are just an excuse to drink a bunch Pretty much. It, it became the focal point. We weren't even concerned with fishing anymore. I think it got to the point where we put the poles out so if anyone asked, we were fishing and not getting fucked <laughs> up. Like, we were like, yeah, we're fishing. Like, dude, there's no rod set up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oops. My bad. It's my first time. That's but, a uh, oopsie poopsie <clears throat> on my fault. Yeah. Well, shit, man. I think that about does it, uh, at least with news. But, ladies and gentlemen, the Monday episode is going to be the great Halloween special. I'm so fucking excited. Um, a lot of you guys know we record our shit on weekends, so we're going to be doing that this weekend, and you guys can expect it Monday. We're not releasing it on Halloween this year just because we had a lot of issues with that, but that's coming up. We're going to have two guests. So fucking excited. Um, otherwise, Austin, buddy, I will see you on Monday for the great Halloween special, too. Adios.